today on Grace to the Hearers with Pastor Eric Kluth. As I live, says the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. But that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. For why should you die, O house of Israel? Jesus wants all to come to repentance. The Lord God does not have pleasure in death. God never wanted death for mankind. It's a heartbreaking result of our choice to disobey and separate ourselves from Him. In today's message, Pastor Eric reminds us that God longs for all men to come to Him. He's not a cruel God, but a loving Father who longs for His creation to repent and be made righteous in Him. Well, let's join Pastor Eric for part two of his message, Why Should Man Die? When I read about the millennial reign, when Christ reigns for a thousand years, it excites me. Man, a time when the devil is locked up for a thousand years? I want that now. Because I look at the world that we live in and it breaks my heart. Because there's so much temptation that we face every single day. Believers, non-believers, mankind faces wickedness every single day. It's like, wow. I, I just want Jesus to be king. Because everything will be perfect. He's almighty. But then to, to realize, so to remember that Christ Jesus is already king and that I can trust in him now. I don't have to see him physically. I believe that he is there. Jesus Christ is alive. And he is ruling. He is sitting on the throne as we speak. Christ is on his throne. God is there. And so even in the midst of the chaos, understand and believe that Jesus Christ is sitting as king. He is king. Why is Jesus, though, waiting to come back to set up his kingdom. Because when Jesus comes back, judgment follows. Judgment follows. The Bible tells us that there will be two types of judgment that will take place when Christ returns. The first judgment is the great white throne described in Revelations. Revelations 20.12 says this, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. So here we see John writing this, what he saw, the vision that the Lord had given to him. And he saw the small and great, meaning what? It doesn't matter who you are, what status you are, you will be standing before the Lord. Now, you, as in those who don't believe in Jesus Christ, will be standing at this first judgment. And this judgment is to see if your name is written in the book of life. If your name is not found in the book of life, verse 15 of Revelation says this, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's a pretty hardcore judgment. It's very real. It's truth. But there is good news. There is good news for those who have put their trust and faith in Jesus Christ. 
who have put their trust in Jesus for their salvation. Because guess what, you guys? The Bible says that your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Check out Hebrews 12. To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. And to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. But to the general assembly, the church, which are written in heaven. Jesus said this to his disciples in Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Believer, Christian, rejoice because your name is written in heaven. Praise God. The second judgment that we will see when Christ returns is called the judgment seat of Christ, or known as the Bema seat. Paul wrote this to the church. He said, for we must all appear for the, before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in this body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. This judgment is for those who believe in Christ. Meaning what? You will stand before Lord Jesus, before King Jesus, and your works will be judged. Were they done according to the Spirit of God or were they done according to the flesh of man? Now this thought, this passage really made my heart think, my mind think, how much have I done in my flesh? I'm going to be accountable for my actions. You will be accountable for your actions. We're not talking about salvation because we learn, we just learned that believers in Christ will miss the first judgment, the great white throne judgment. But you will, believer, stand before King Jesus. And to understand that, our works, in a sense, will be judged, either good or bad. This thought just really hit me. I've got to, I've got to stand before King Jesus. Really think about that. That you're going to be standing before the king for your actions done within this body. Are we really capable of doing good things? Have you ever thought about that? Are you really capable of doing good things, good works? The Bible says that you are. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Being a believer in Christ, we are then born into God through Christ Jesus. We are a new creation. We are reborn. Therefore, we are God's workmanship. And guess what He has prepared for you? Good works to walk through. Good works to do. He has laid them out before us. But it's up to us to trust in Him and have faith in Him and to walk and be obedient in those things that He puts before us. Think about that. God has prepared beforehand a good work for you to walk through. Many good works, I believe. And many of you are probably walking in those good works. And I say, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I praise God for your obedience. 
But I want to encourage you this morning that you can stand before Christ and the things of your life that you perform in this body can be led by His Holy Spirit and that it can be honoring to the Lord Jesus Christ. There is great hope in that, that you can walk forth in the good works of God and they will be acceptable to God because it's He who has prepared them for you to walk through. So we see that Jesus is being patient. He went, ab- he went away. He departed by himself to the mountain. He didn't take the king role at this time physically. But we know that he is king all the time, though. And Jesus has not set up his kingdom because he is truly, I believe, he's truly waiting for more to come to the kingdom of God. Why is God waiting? Why is Jesus waiting to come back to set up his kingdom? Because there are a lot of people that are still perishing today. There are a large amount of people who are going to perish because they don't know Jesus Christ. They might have a head knowledge of Jesus, but they don't have a heart knowledge. They don't have a relationship with Christ. And Jesus Christ is waiting because he knows that when he comes back to set up his kingdom, that judgment will follow. I love 2 Peter 3.9. I do. I love this verse. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God is going to come back to set up his kingdom. It's truth. It's in the Word of God. And so if you're battling, if you're struggling, when is Christ going to set up His kingdom? When is He going to just come back? Be encouraged because He is not just slacking off. (laughs) He is waiting. He's being long-suffering towards mankind, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And this has always been God's heart, you guys. This has always been God's heart, is for man not to perish. Check out Ezekiel 33.11. The Lord, speaking through the prophet Ezekiel, said, Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. But that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. For why should you die, O house of Israel? Jesus wants all to come to repentance. The Lord God does not have pleasure in death. He does not have pleasure in death of the wicked. And this is good news for those who uh, have a wicked heart. And the Bible says that all man's heart are desperately wicked. Who can know it? This is good news for mankind. Why is this good news? Because understanding this goodness will lead you to repentance. Understanding that God does not want man to die. Asking the question to mankind, why should you die? Why should you die? When you can turn and live. God has given the the opportunity for mankind to have life. And this life is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Romans 2.4, this goodness, right, leads us to the repentance? Well, Paul said it best. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, 
and long-suffering. Do you despise Christ's long-suffering? Not knowing the goodness of God leads you to repentance. God's long-suffering, God's patient heart for mankind should lead man to repentance. It should lead you to repentance, knowing that there's a God in heaven that says, why should you die? He knows that you deserve to die because the wages of sin is death. But he says, why should you die? Yes, I know that the penalty for sin is death. But why should you take that wage? Why should you? If Jesus can wait for the kingdom to come, I believe we should be able to wait. Knowing that he waits because there are many who are perishing. And maybe this morning you were perishing. When I say that, meaning that you don't have a relationship with Christ. And your heart is just desperately wicked. Guess what? I've been there. I was there. I was desperately wicked. But Christ gave me forgiveness, and I have life through Jesus Christ, and you too can have that. It's not just for me. It's not just for certain people. It's for all mankind. It's for everybody. Having the knowledge why Jesus wants to set up his kingdom at a later time, I believe will open our hearts to love sinful man. I believe it will open our hearts to, to if we truly understand why Christ has not set up his kingdom, why he has not come forth yet, it will truly open our hearts to love sinful man. And we are sinful man. <laughs> we can truly know what it means to love one another. You will be able to love because you know that Jesus is waiting to set up his kingdom because he does not want man to perish. He's waiting for them. He's waiting for you. Maybe this morning. Maybe it's you. If Jesus can wait, I can wait. Jesus is waiting on man's heart to repent. I want Christ to come back. I say, Maranatha, come quickly. Yes, but Lord Jesus, I am willing to wait and continue to share your love with others in this world so that they can come to know you as Lord and Savior just as I know you as Lord and Savior. I'm willing to wait. Are you? To continue the good work of Christ Jesus prepared for you before time? As a believer, Jesus and his spirit resides in you. Therefore, allow him to be long-suffering in and through you. Allow him to be long-suffering through you. Allow him to love the wicked. Allow him to love the wicked in and through you. The sinful through you. Allow him to reach them through you. He is in you. He is alive. He is in you. Do you believe that? Then allow him to live through you. Allow him to continue his work. Set aside himself. Because Jesus is waiting for sinful man. Sinful man means so much to Jesus. And we were sinful man. Remember that. Don't lose sight of that. Christ waited for you. Don't we want to wait for others? They mean so much. You mean so much that he is waiting to put his 
his kingdom in place. He's waiting because that's how much you mean to him. How many kings would do that? How many kings would put their kingdom aside for you? If you're this person this morning, please understand what Jesus is doing for you. Even if you're a believer in Christ, understand what Jesus has done for you. Okay? He has postponed worship of his name for you so that you can be included. He has postponed worship for eternity for you so that you can partake in it. Wow. Praise Jesus. Jesus is waiting for sinful man. Jesus is waiting. Check out Acts chapter 3. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Refreshing from the presence of the Lord. God wants man to be refreshed. Listen to Ezekiel 18, verses 30 through 32. Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his way, says the Lord God. Listen to this, guys. Repent and turn from all your transgressions so that iniquity will not be your ruin. Cast away uh, from you all the transgressions which you have committed and get yourselves, get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die? O house of Israel, for I have no pleasure in death of one who dies, says the Lord. Therefore, turn and live. Why should sinful man die? God has no pleasure in death. So you think of the worst of the society. You think of the best of society. We all deserve death. Ezekiel 18.20 says the soul who sins shall die. The wages of sin is death, but why should man die? You don't have to die. The people sinning in this world do not have to die. You don't have to. And I don't care how sinful the person is, how wicked you might think man is, Jesus Christ does not want them to die. He does not want them to die. So you can look at them, you can judge these people of this world, and you can say, oh man, they're the scum of the scum. But remember, Christ Jesus doesn't want them to die. He doesn't want them to perish. Hence why he went to the cross. He died so that they wouldn't have to. Jesus Christ died so you wouldn't have to. In that while we were still yet sinners, Christ died for us. Cast all your transgressions to him. The thing about Jesus is that he wants all of our sin. Every every nook and cranny of sin within your heart, Christ Jesus wants. He wants your sin. He wants my sin. He wants the world's sin. (laughs) He wants our sins. He wants the worst of the worst. He wants them because he doesn't want man to die. Why should you die? Cast away all your transgressions. Get yourself a new heart and a new spirit. The only way that this is possible is through Jesus Christ. Repent. Confess. Having Jesus 
turn you from the wrong things that you have done. He will do it. It's a promise. I've seen it in my life. Have you seen it in your life? Christ takes you away from iniquity if you trust in Him. If you surrender it all to Him, He will turn you away from it. Why should you die? Why should man die? It's a question to us as believers. It's a question to the world who doesn't believe. Love. Forgive. Be long-suffering. Remembering whose heart you have in you. You don't have your heart anymore. You got a new one. And that new one is Christ Jesus's. Be patient because Christ is patient. Keep loving the wicked. Love the sinful. Because again, we were there. We were there. Why should they die? Do they deserve it? They deserve it as much as you deserve it. Have compassion. Be moved on the inside for others. We learned about that last week. The word compassion literally means the inwards of the heart moves. Have compassion. Have compassion on those who are perishing. Those who are, that don't know the truth. Those that don't know the way. Have compassion on them. Love Jesus. The one you profess loves sinners. The one that you call God, Jesus, King, Lord, He loves sinners. He loves them so much, He asks, why should you die? Jesus said, you guys, and behold, I'm coming quickly. And my reward is with me. To give to everyone according to His work. Christ is coming back quickly. He is coming. His word tells us, That he is coming back. And we're told that it happens in a blink of an eye. So then my question is, again, what the Lord has placed on my heart, why should man die then? Maybe you are facing the great white throne of judgment. Why should you perish? Why can't your name be written in the book of life? Oh, I'm too bad. No, you're not. We're all bad. (laughs) Christ has forgiven you. Well, I need to get cleaned up first before I can come to him. You're not going to get cleaned up enough. Jesus Christ wants you now. He wants you now. Dirty, smelly, full of sin. He wants you because he knows that he can cleanse you and make you a new creation. He wants you. (laughs) For us as believers, why... Why have your good works that are prepared for you? Why not walk through those things? Why should you stand before Christ Jesus and have your works burned up? You have the opportunity. You have the capability because the helper, Holy Spirit, he dwells in you. And he will guide you into all truth. That's what the word of God says. So why work and live in the flesh when you have the capability to work in the spirit of God? Turn and live and walk in the good works that are prepared for you. Turn and live. Why should you die? Why should you die? John 3.16, one of the most recognized verses in the Bible, reminds us that by believing in Jesus, God's only Son, 
We are set free from our sins and have gained eternity in heaven. God's love for us, His creation, caused Him to allow all the sin of the earth to be placed on the shoulders of His Son. Jesus then took the punishment for those sins, dying a painful death, just so that we wouldn't be separated from Him. Our prayer is that as Pastor Eric continues teaching through the book of John, you will grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus. If you've been touched by this series or you'd like to know more about Jesus, please give us a call at 520-723-7047. We'd love to share the freedom you can have with a personal relationship with Jesus. That number again is 520-723-7047. You can also connect with us by visiting our website at gracetothehearers.com where you'll also discover more about this ministry and find resources to enhance your study of God's Word. If, like many, social media is part of your everyday life, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel where you'll find many videos of past messages from Pastor Eric's verse-by-verse study of the Bible. Find all this and more at our website, gracetothehearers.com. With that, our time has come to a close today. Pastor Eric will return soon with his continuing verse-by-verse study in the book of John right here on Grace to the Hearers.